Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to the Chance at Life podcast with your host, Crystal Lee. It's me, Crystal Lee, and welcome. Today's podcast topic is all about change and the things that I've learned through changing certain habits, lifestyles, and just all around transitions of life for me. And I want to share them with you in hopes that it helps you in your transition era, in your act of change in your life, whatever that may be. So without further ado, grab a drink, grab a snack, and let's get into it. The four lessons that I've learned about change are in no particular order. I definitely didn't learn them in a particular order. I just wrote them from my dome in the order that I'm about to spew out right now. And the first thing that I learned about change is that you feel very, very guilty about it. And you're wondering, like, what do you mean? Well, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Change in and of itself, no matter what it is, whether it's emotional, physical, or mental, or all the other things that a human can possibly change, transitioning from one state to the other state can be hard. In this case, the change I'm talking about is a lifestyle change. Who you are is not who you want to be in this lifetime. Because all the lessons that I've learned have to do with me looking at my life holistically and thinking, I don't want any of this, let me change it. So these are lessons that came along with that. After taking taking a look at my life I knew I had to change my thinking my beliefs how I approach uh, certain aspects of my life how I behave and how I speak so on and so forth and with all those attempts to change those things I started to see major disruptions in my life whether that be family or friends or just personal things and of course it's going to be disruption and you're going to catch people off guard because they know you as a different kind of person and there's no like memo that you can send out to the entire world to let them know that you're going to change you know this this change that you're making is like the physical manifestation of the new year new me Facebook post and some people don't believe it some people have to see it and then some people just you know are just wildly impacted by it. It can be jarring for people, okay? And when I started to change who I was, I knew that it would change the dynamic of some relationships and some things in my life. So I decided to approach it with caution. I approached my changes with caution. I didn't want people to think that I was changing because of them or that they did something wrong or that I'm leaving them or abandoning them or just, you know, altogether just, you know, kicking them out of my life, which, Sometimes it's something you have to do, but I don't want people to think that at all. And what I realized over the course of time that that need to change with caution and to make everyone comfortable with my change was partially because of my fear of abandonment. I did a podcast episode on abandonment. You can listen to that if you want to, but part of abandonment can be physical, emotional, or mental. If you think that somebody's emotions are changing toward you, you're going to feel a certain type of way. If you think somebody's physically changing toward you, you're going to feel a certain type of way. So as weird as it sounded, I knew how it felt when people changed around me from a young age. I knew what it felt like to be emotionally, physically, um, um, abandoned and so while changing that was kind of like in the back of my mind I'm like oh we don't want to abandon these people let let them know what's going on so on and so forth in a weird way it was like a 360 of my own trigger and that's where the guilt that's where the guilt came into that that, that that's how the guilt seeped its way in to me changing my life and when I learned that I took a step back and I realized I felt guilty, one, yes, because of the 360 trigger that I experienced and didn't want other people to experience, but I also realized that that guilt was coming from living my life in a 
in the perspective of others. Living my life with the idea or living my life thinking, what will they think of me if I make this change? Living my life in the perspective of others. All of that instead of just doing it because I wanted to do it. Doing it because it was better for me, point blank period. And I realized how unfair it was to myself to think like this and to behave like this because it was very limiting and for me if someone decided to do a lifestyle change I would not have wanted them to put as much care as I did into it because they're doing it and they're doing what they have to do to better themselves. That was a long-winded way of saying my first lesson in change is that it has nothing to do with anybody else but you. And when I've started my healing journey in 2017 by going to therapy, it's been five years, but there has been so much change in my life and who I am. And what I've learned through all of those changes are this. People who met my transitions or change with volatility were the ones who benefited from that prior version of me and they didn't want to lose it. And yes, I can also say that they may also have had abandonment issues or abandonment wounds um, that were triggered by someone they love or cared for changing the way they are. I could completely understand that, but that wasn't a conversation that came up. There were times where I, you know, actually told the people I was close with, like, hey, I'm doing this. It has nothing to do with you. I'm doing it for me. And that was still met with disdain and, and, and anger. So yes, again, I did consider abandonment issues and wounds, but when it came down to it, it wasn't that. While being met with such disdain with my with my changes by people who benefited from the lesser version of me, I was also met with love and abundance and excitement for my changes when it came to people who made room for my changes, who made room for me to expand and contract into the person I'm going to be because they know that it's all love. They know that me as a person to my core is love and would never change to hurt anyone but to better myself. And I make room for them too because I know how beautiful change is, especially when you're going to towards something that you're really excited for and feel so much joy in, I want you to feel that and I would never stop anybody from feeling that. So having room and having that space for someone to grow right in front of your eyes and with you is just a great experience. And that's the kind of relationships that I want in my life going forward. And when I have those, I don't feel guilty for changing my mind or changing this or, or uh, going towards this goal, so on and so forth. No more guilt. The second thing that I learned with change is having a personal reality check every now and again. I started off my healing journey um, with soft spirituality, which is giving yourself a lot, a lot of grace, which is something that you need when you're changing because on a very like uh, mental and spiritual note, when you're changing, there's a lot of emotions that come up, a lot of triggers that come up. You may have to revisit a memory that wasn't so nice and just sit in it. And there may be a lot of judgment and shame that come up too when you're going towards this new new you and you're dealing or facing some, um, some uncomfortable truths about the old you or the person you're trying to change from. And with that, you want to make sure that you are giving yourself grace and making yourself know like, or, or letting yourself know that you didn't know better before, but now you do, so you do better. But it takes a while to get to that point of being nice to yourself with all the like darkness you've probably been through. So soft spirituality, I started off with, with a lot of grace for myself. And that definitely helped me feel more motivated to change because I'm not just beating myself down for things that I did in the past. And then after that stage, you get to a stage where you have different beginning stages. Meaning if in the past you acted from a place of fear or anger or shame, 
Healing will help you act and behave from a place of love, grace, and abundance. So like you're not starting at zero, you're probably like starting at five, like as an example. You have built a new way of being, a new form of awareness that unlocks different things in you that weren't there before, different desires, different motivations that weren't there um, before either. It, healing helps you just see the opportunity in life and makes you want to go towards it. Like for me, a lot of goals that I have coming up is to be a really um, well-known influencer, whether that be for my chance at life talks, my makeup, my, my vlogs, my travel vlogs, whether it be from inspiring people um, through my own healing journey and speaking about it. I want to be a poet. I want to be a published author. I want to be seen by millions of people and help millions of people. And those were the desires that I didn't have before because I thought very much less of myself and that I couldn't do it. But now that I have those desires, it's going to take a different kind of me to get there than I was before. And the reality check that I'm talking about is that I can have grace with myself when there are days where I don't feel up to it, but I also need balance with discipline. So in change, in changing, you get to a point where it's not just about loving yourself and just like, you know, having grace with yourself in the dark times, but it's, it's about having discipline to get you to where you want. For me, if I allow every trigger to disable me for days and weeks and let my goals fall to the side in the name of having grace and being kind to myself, I wouldn't get anywhere. And that's my that's the stage that I'm at, balancing grace with discipline. So when I learned about that, I was just like, okay, let's have some reality checks often and honestly. I'd be like, hey girl, you said you would write a podcast episode today. I know you're not mentally feeling up to it because of something that happened last night or you didn't have the rest or something that happened the day before. I understand that, but you have a schedule, you have um, you have a goal. And if you can't write a whole podcast episode, at least maybe do some bullet points or just get something down for the day. So you're still not being so hard on yourself to get a fully scripted podcast out, but you still have an outline to come back to and write out more. And that's the balance I'm talking about. And with that reality check, discipline may weigh heavy then grace some days and grace may weigh heavy than discipline, meaning if I am distraught, if I am emotionally incapable of doing anything that I want to do, that means I have to take a step back and dive deeper onto why I'm so stagnant, of why I'm being so stagnant or why I'm not moving forward or why I feel a certain type of way. It's the it's what we call shadow work, looking at a darker part of you to figure out what you need to focus on and shedding light on that part too. And very often when I do that, a lot of the reason why I feel so debilitated can be a trigger, but it's also a fear of success or a fear, fear of failure. But that is an episode for another day. So balancing grace with discipline. Another lesson that I learned is there is no prerequisite to change. For example, when it comes to health consciousness and wanting to make a change in your diet, the first thing I know a lot of people do is try to get rid of all the bad food and then only then they can come bring in the good food and cook the good food and eat the good food. Go to the supplement store, buy all of these good supplements and go to the mall and buy all of these good workout clothes before we start. And we have this notion that if we can't change every single thing all at once, then we cannot change at all. And that has to deal with subtle 
perfectionism that that's just not you know in academia but perfectionism in our life that leads to procrastination because we think everything has to be a certain way before we are a certain way and that's not true and the reality of that of perfectionism is if you think that you need to do a million things before you even start before you even take a first step to change you will be very overwhelmed so much so that you don't do anything at all and a lot of times that perfection can also stem from a fear of failure or fear of success fear of starting but the first step you take is the most important step there is and it helps you get momentum for the second third and other steps in that lifetime i know it feels good to want all those things in line before you start whether no matter what it is not even like eating better but i know it feels good to have a certain like all of the ducks aligned before they march across the road but you don't have to do that they may be scattered but they'll get across that road okay as long as you just lead them with that first step i need to stop with my metaphors but i cannot that was a good metaphor in my head that was a great metaphor the last thing i'll say about change is that it is thoroughly uncomfortable not because you're going from one place to the next that is part of it but what makes change so uncomfortable is that it automatically sheds a light on some hard truths about yourself a few months ago when i had a wedding to go to i decided that i was going to walk 10,000 steps a day for the wedding just to lose a little bit of weight for my bridesmaids dress and i documented it on tiktok and i did daily like updates so i started off with a mile then the second day two miles three miles so on and so forth 10,000 miles is about five miles 10,000 steps is about five miles so i worked my way up to five miles there were some days where I physically couldn't do it because I felt an ache in my body. Like, how do I explain it? There were some days during that I started to cry on the path that I was walking because I was out of breath or my leg hurt or my hips were really tight from walking because I'm not used to moving like that again. I haven't been in the gym in months. And I started crying. I was just like, why am I crying? I was like, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. Like, my feet hurt. I can't breathe and so on and so forth and I felt so weak and so ashamed that I let myself get to that point but get to that point but at the same time I was also faced with the truth that I'm not in the same shape I was before like a while ago and also faced the truth that I let myself get to this part in my life where it's rough to even walk a mile so I understand facing some hard truths about yourself makes you want to run in the other direction that's what makes it uncomfortable but if you can't face some of the hard truths about yourself, of who you are now. It's going to be 10 times harder to change into who you want to be. If I let the feeling of being out of shape stop me from getting into shape, I would never get into shape. If I let the fact that I slur my words, if I talk too fast and I don't breathe and my thoughts are a lot, of, lot scattered when I talk, if I let those things stop me from even picking up this podcast mic, then I wouldn't become a better speaker or a better podcaster. There may be things about you that you don't like now or that you want to change now, but facing those things will definitely, in my opinion, will expedite the process of helping you go further. But that's it. Those are the things that I've learned about trying to change in my life. And I know they won't be the only things that I will learn about trying to change my life. It is a consistent alchemic lesson when it comes to bettering yourself in whatever way you see fit. But I hope you got something out of this episode. I hope it has helped you or will help you on your path to becoming who you want to be in this life. Change is hard, but there are so many things that will help us get through it. And that's fucking beautiful. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I will see you or speak to you in the next episode. Bye!